victory. All right, another episode of Jetpack Movement Podcast. I'm your host, as usual, Jetpack Jones. Uh, this is episode nine. So I wanted to talk to somebody special because nine is a special number to me. Uh, so I'm speaking to somebody who is a connector of artists, of creators, somebody who is an exposer of talent, somebody who is very self-motivated and somebody who doesn't take no for an answer and is a great business partner that I know from perfect experience. I'm here with Tyler Kimani of Eargasmic Media, the founder of Eargasmic Media. Hey, y'all. How are you, Tyler? I'm good. I can't complain. Nice, nice. We're here at your, it's your grandma's house, yes, right? Yes, my grandparents' here at house. Her grandparents' house in Carson, California on this yes. hot ass day. Hot. It's so hot. <laughs> it's like burning up. Yeah, so today, flipping the script a little bit on you, I'm going to be asking you the questions. I'm going to say this is so different. But... Yeah. So used to asking artists questions all the time. Now we're going to ask you some questions. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so yeah, first I wanted to start off with just telling the people a little bit more about Eargasmic Media. Um, those of us who are familiar, we know it as an interview platform. Mm-hmm. Um, we know it as where you can find a bunch of dope new artists that maybe you never heard of, or maybe you have heard of and you just get to know them a little bit better. Um, when did you start Eargasmic? Um, I thought about it while I was in college. So that was like, what, 2013 Okay, was when I thought about it. And like I sat on it for a while and I started doing it maybe like 2014. It was like minor. I was like, you know, reviewing like mixtapes and stuff and everything on WordPress. And then I stopped and I was like, you know, I kind of hit like a roadblock or something like depression or something. And I was like, okay, I got to get back on this because I dropped out of school. So Mm -hmm. it's either this or be a failure. (laughs) (laughs) So... I was like, all right, I got to get the ball back rolling. Um, and I got the ball back rolling like three years ago. So we celebrate like our third year, like official nice. year uh, this this September, actually. Nice. Congratulations. So, thank you. You know, yeah. it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey for sure. For sure. That's major. And I've definitely seen the way that it's upgraded and evolved over time you got into a new studio i remember the first time i interviewed with you was like at the park yes the second time was at the studio okay okay so um what would you say has been the most fulfilling part about orgasmic media for you um the most fulfilling part is seeing like the artists that we've interviewed grow and expand and like Oh, the bee. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just, <laughs> I'm so they're just a frequency checker. You just got to stay chill. I hate bees. Okay. It'll go away. Um, just seeing them grow and embark on different journeys in their career and seeing other people, like, get to know them and, you know, other platforms pick on them. Mm-hmm. So I can be like, I did it first. You know, <laughs> I know who that is already. <laughs> but, no, just seeing them grow and just seeing them expand is dope to me because I feel like, you know, I they've let me in on some part of their journey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been a part of it, so I just feel honored being a part of it. And, you know, as they continue on, you know, they always show love. So it's always, that's the fulfilling part of it all. That's dope. You know. It's the return of the love that I give to them, you know. Word. That's awesome. Yeah. What would you say is the most challenging or has been the most challenging aspect of running it? Um, the most challenging aspect of it, I would say be myself. I'm very hard on myself. So, like, um, sometimes I can get in the way of myself. Like, sometimes I can talk myself out of stuff, mm. which I'm learning not to do. Um, and sometimes, like, you know, I doubt myself or I'm really, like, I'm really, really hard on myself. Like, this is not okay. 
Uh, the most recent challenging thing is the changes that I've had to adapt to, especially with this year. It's been a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. As you know, COVID-19, like, did a whole 360. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I haven't really touched on this, but I am now solo in this journey. So, that's one of the biggest changes that I've had to, like, you know, embrace and face. And be like, okay, well, I'm about to do this by, by myself. So, mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest ones. Strenuous, cash out, continuous. Mogul in the making, autonomous black businesses. Broken culture that we all lost. Elevated innovation over ignorance. I represent suburban tenant, five and less percentage. Close curve, but the Mac 11 months of vintage. Go flourish, double back and come and get your niggas. Pass the power to your people, it ain't nothing real. Face with this decision, it's a funny feeling. But when you tell the truth, they gon' come and kill you. All people need some proof, we ain't got the millions. Stress the young nigga out. So resilient. The Figured they was jealous cause we made it quicker And never asked for no favors, nigga Yeah, real shit, you can mark my words 85 colors, I'll make my swerves These hoe niggas tryna take what's yours Take a stand, had to take one first Back him up, but only take one burst With white chalk, I make him paint your curve Rest in peace, have him paint your shirt For niggas tryna take my words But you know Everything was With dealing with those challenges, because I know you heard you you said you talked about um, how you're your own biggest critic mm-hmm. and self doubt, kind of like that imposter syndrome and mm-hmm. stuff that can come in. When you find yourself in those spaces, what is it usually that helps you to turn it around and bring? Is it just your own self talk? Is it surrounding yourself by in certain circles? Like what what would you say helps you the most to turn that around? Um, music helps. Um, I've learned that I can listen to like some uplifting music and just go into myself and talk to myself, talk down, like not talk down as in talk down to myself, mm-hmm. but talk myself down. Gotcha. Like, you know, it's going to be okay. Like, it's going to be all right. You, you got this. You got this handled. I also have like key people that I can go to to talk to if I'm ever feeling like I am overwhelmed or I'm about to like doubt myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my Madeira is one of those people. Uh, she's my other grandmother. Uh, I talk called her. I also go to therapy, so I talk, talk to my therapist. Okay. Um, it sounds like you got a lot of healthy yes, outlets. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is something that I've had to learn over the years to find and to create because, you know, you are you can be, like, your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times I go into my head a lot and I have, like, I'm talking to myself. And sometimes I'm talking negative. Mm-hmm. So I'm having to learn that that negative voice, I have to tune it out and I have to find ways to create louder, positive voices inside my head. So mm-hmm. 
it's been a journey but um it's a great process of unlearning and learning um so yeah having those outlets i'm painting um i think quarantine has kind of helped that too because i feel like a lot of us have had more time alone Mm -hmm. than you know most time so um that can be dangerous for some people yeah some yeah. people don't know how to spend time alone. yeah so thank god i'm my only child mm-hmm. so like you know i'm okay with being alone um but sometimes like i said that's your worst enemy so finding out those different outlets like finding things that i like to do that i know will uplift my spirits mm-hmm. um and sometimes i do have to sit in those emotions and figure out why do i feel this way and get to the root of the problem mm-hmm. and solve it sense yeah for sure (laughs) okay so i want to switch it up a little bit in terms of like dealing with artists right because you're not you're not on the management side or anything like that but you still have to like deal with artist personas their egos you know little quirky personality traits that they may have um what would you say that it is about yourself that makes it so easy for or at least you make it look easy yeah to deal with so many different personalities like how are you able to stay so grounded and so you and keep orgasmic so consistent no matter who comes through the door um i think it's my sense of humor okay i think that really helps because you have to be able to laugh at yourself you have to be able to laugh at different situations mm-hmm. like you're not you can't always be serious and you can't always control you know situations you can't always control other people so mm-hmm. Finding ways to laugh about things because it's like, you know, life can't always be, it shouldn't always be so serious. So, um, you know, there's been an interview like we had artists that are like super high and like, you know, (laughs) and they're they're not responding to me. Mm -hmm. You know, at first I would get like frustrated, but it's like, you know, this is funny. Like we could flip it, like make something funny about this. Like, you know, crack a joke or something like the only the audience will get it because clearly they're not. Yeah. <laughs> so like you know something like that um just yeah finding ways to laugh about it because i mean stuff happens like mm-hmm. it's always going to happen and i just i just thank god that i have a sense of humor because it's like it's funny like <laughs> it should be serious but like i it's funny and especially with people with their egos it's like wow you guys are and it's not even to say that they're not on that level yet but it's like wow wait till you get to that level you're gonna be you're gonna be a mess (laughs) you're gonna be like woo prima donna much but like it's it's definitely funny to see and Mm. laugh at i think they laugh at themselves too sometimes word have you ever had an interview that kind of like like the like a birdman uh breakfast club type interview where the energy was just fucked up and it just did not go well at all um no, but I've had people who were like, I've had people who were like really nervous at the point where they're like sweating bullets, and I'm just like, uh, <laughs> like visibly sweating. Yes, yeah, so okay. I'm like, okay, are you like, it's like, is it hot in here? Because I know the studio can't get hot. But he's like, I'm a little nervous. I'm like, it's okay. Like you can relax. We're not about to ask you like no, no interrogation questions or something. <laughs> um, and like I said, I have people who have been very high mm-hmm. on the show. Um, but I haven't I have yet to have a Birdman I really want one like I would love to have a rapper who's had had beef like with somebody uh, and like you know they're talking to him like you know hey you know like some Tupac stuff like yeah some turns up shit yes okay. I would love to have that on there <laughs> not to say I like drama but I just think that would be it makes for a good interview that for would, sure. that would be a yeah. great interview I would love to have that moment like yeah man I remember one time I interviewed such and such and it was beefing it was crazy like I would love to do that have Word. somebody call in like yeah he on the show right now yes okay yes so on that note is there like a dream artist or certain artist that you would really love to have as an interviewee um i 
still would love to interview Kanye West. Okay, of course, of course. Uh, I know he's like, he's like on everybody's iffy side right now. <laughs> but that he, I, I would love to sit down and have a conversation with him. Like that's definitely and pick his brain. Top tier content. Yes, <laughs> like I feel like we would have a great conversation because I feel like I would go along with some of the stuff that he says, mm-hmm. and he would just continue. So <laughs> I think I think that would be great. So I definitely would love to interview Kanye. Okay. Um, it's it's other people. I can't think of the top of my head, but I def- definitely Kanye is at the top of the list. If Beyonce would like to talk, that would be cool too. But if she'd think- like to talk, oh yeah, she's she's not very talkative. Anyway. That's that Virgo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you guys are too cool for that. school, man. It's like okay, I get it. But yeah, um, Kanye, I would love to interview Kendrick. Okay. See what he has to say, and he likes talking different voices, so. We can have different voices, conversations. Don't crowd me, I'm really tryna chill right now Don't crowd me, get the fuck around me Bitch, don't crowd me, you don't know how the fuck you found me You treat me like you hate me, but your best friend tryna crown me Please don't throw me shade, ho, I'm shining like the south You tryna cop the new range and get my bro to out Blow my how you out, vision hella cloudy Acting like you beer, but don't know shit about me I tell all my old hoes, please don't ever doubt me If I make a wifey, she can shine without me Now with the drama, only here for commas All about the business, put that on my mind Everywhere we go now, everybody show us If you came to hate then, why the fuck you show us? You need a show plug, send me a promoter We don't do no discounts, pay us if we show I might bring my girl too if she isn't tripping, your friends don't crowd me, cause they not gon' get it. Don't crowd me, I'm really tryna chill right now. Don't crowd me, get the fuck around me. Don't crowd me, I'm really tryna chill right now. Don't crowd me, speaking too loudly. Don't crowd me, I'm really tryna chill right now. Don't crowd me, speaking too loudly. Don't crowd me, I'm really tryna chill right now Don't crowd me, get the fuck around me Switching our topics a little bit, we threw some shows last year Yep And you hosted all three of the shows which you did a great job at, by Thank the way. Thank you. That was perfect um, timing. Yeah, it was, because we couldn't have did that shit this year. <laughs> that was perfect timing. Like, we didn't even Man. know. Yeah, for real. Hit us upside the head this year. Yeah. Um, is that something that you enjoy doing and want to do more of? Yes, I definitely do. Uh, it was definitely fun. At first, I was very nervous, because I'm like, oh, my God, how am I supposed to keep the crowd, crowd entertained? Mm-hmm. Like, how am I supposed to, like, you know, you know, keep the questions going and everything? But it, it flows so well, and by, like, 
the third show i think i was really like into it sure. i would love to do more of it and even on like a bigger scale mm-hmm. like you know i would love to host a festival or something like later down in my career mm-hmm. um but yeah it was fun it was definitely fun and the, even when the crowd was interacting it was great the flow the artists talking to them and you know getting questions from the crowd was dope as well too for sure for sure yeah so uh <laughs> I'm not, I'm back to the artist i know i'm going like no, all over fine. the place here you're so fine. Uh, this is just a question i thought of right now so you being a very attractive person and somebody who like you know people obviously will try to get at on a regular case have you had to deal with like artists being out of pocket it's like yo i'm just trying to be professional I'm have this dead. interview yes, right here yes and then when that comes up so like how do you keep it professional without necessarily like being uh, yeah, like killing the mood of the interview. You know what I mean? Um, I ha- they don't do it in the interview. Like I haven't had anybody okay. that bold to be like, oh, and during the interview, I have yet to have that. So they wait um, till after. But they definitely wait till after. <laughs> or they do it like you know, hey, you know, I've been wanting to get on your show. That's dope. Da-da-da. And then the next line is like, so you single or what? Like you know, what I mean? it's like, dad, do you want to interview? Or are you trying to interview you like on some other stuff? Like, yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, they haven't done it on the show yet, but they definitely be in the DMs mm-hmm. like, hey, listen to my mixtape and uh, while you at it, uh, let me get your number. You know, it's like, dude, like, yeah. all right, or that or a business plan. Uh, let me have a business plan. A and business somehow plan, the business okay. plan turns into like, hey, let's go on a date. And it's like, <laughs> let's go to a candlelight <laughs> dinner to talk business. I'm going to show you my blueprint when, you know, when I take you out. And it's like, no, I'm okay. Like, let's just keep it professional. Let's, Word. no, no, I'm okay. <laughs> That's hella funny. Because I know, like, I have a lot of respect for people like you, like women who, in this industry specifically, it's a male-dominated industry, like, entertainment in general, really, but especially the music industry and hip-hop. And so people like you who are able to, like, keep it professional Mm -hmm. and clearly deal with people who, like, may have ulterior motives and shit like that. But to be able to, like, yo, this is where the boundaries are. We're keeping it in here. We're not going to do none of that shit. I have a lot of respect for that. And I think... um, I feel like it's important for artists to know like how they come across when they do shit like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that's that's really unprofessional, number yeah. one. And it's like, what's your priority here? Like, yeah. is your career your priority? Because honestly, that's going to attract to you more of what you want than out here trying to be like, okay, hey, I'm an artist and I'm going to use that to leverage talking to such and such. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've had had to like, you know, be like, okay, um, I think you're a great person. I think you're a great artist. However, let's just keep it professional. I've mm-hmm. had, I've had had to sit down and talk to like some artists, like you know, I think you're great, but uh, just tone it down a little bit because I'm not on that level, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I do want to ask them, like, you would never do this like a man, like mm-hmm. you would never do this to big boy or sway, yeah, <laughs> or sway, like you would yeah. never do this to the guys, like you know. So don't do it to me. Like I understand that like, I'm attractive or whatever. I'm a cool person, but. Keep it professional. Keep it cool. Mm. Um, and not to say, like, you know, don't slide in my DM. No, <laughs> but it's like, you know, just don't use your career as a way of trying to get at me because automatically I'm just going to push you to the wayside because I just don't feel like you're serious. I feel like you're just trying to talk to me. Right. Like, I don't even pay attention to your artistry or anything because now you have, you know, come across as somebody trying to talk to me. Ulterior motives. Yeah. Yes. And it's like. I don't like that. Don't do a hidden agenda thing. Yeah. Like, you know, and if that's what you want, put that on the table and I could decide mm-hmm. whether, you know, I want to take it there or not. Right. Nine times team is probably no. But. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so, yeah. um, you brought up Big Boy, Sway and all that. So, 
there's a lot of interview platforms out there then everybody has their like different little thing what for you makes eargasmic different what separates eargasmic media from all the other places that people could go out there and have an interview um, why I, come to tyler i think it's the it- intimacy of eargasmic um I know a lot of shows, like, you know, try to create that feel, but I feel like it's a genuine intimacy between uh, me and the artist, mm-hmm. whether I know them or not. Like, I just make them feel comfortable and make them just want to, you know, have a casual conversation like we are now mm-hmm. and just feel relaxed. And, um, and I'm not, and I'm just focused on their career and, you know, their journey. So I'm not trying to make them feel like they have to pour out their soul to me mm-hmm. or, tell me some juicy gossip or something like you know so it's just comfortable yeah it's just comfort like you're comfortable just come talk to me tell me about your journey tell me about what you have you know what you have for the audience whether it be music books or something you know and you definitely do your research too yes i would say and doing your research makes them feel comfortable too which Mm -hmm. i've had people tell me like a lot of these platforms don't do their research and that kind of like messes up the interview or gives the interview a different energy because it's like okay well dang like why am i here exactly you don't even know who i am you don't really listen to me and stuff so i definitely try to do my research i definitely try to sit with the artist like music like for a couple days listen to it i may not know all the words but (laughs) i definitely try to sit with it listen to it and see where they're coming from and like look at their social media i think social media is a good tool for artists um for them to get connected with their audience and journalists Mm -hmm. because you can find different business pieces about that person not saying that i'm judging them off their social media Mm -hmm. um but you could just find different moments in their life that are on social media that she can create questions from right um so you know it's not hard to research Mm -hmm. and you can even look at different other people interviews and see you know uh, what questions they ask so you don't ask the same questions and all that right right because nobody likes a repetitive interview. yeah you know you don't want to keep asking them about the album that they didn't like or something or mm. asking them to keep asking them the same question that you see on their social media right. um you definitely want to come different at a different angle if that's all they have you have to try to come at it a different angle mm. or create the conversation that's something else that i think i could do well is create a conversation mm-hmm. if the artist doesn't really have much for me to go off of i can definitely create a conversation off of the questions that we are having in the interview nice nice okay and then outside of orgasm media you also have a video countdown show yes. on the scene yes that one it i think that's really tight that's a dope concept because we don't have that as much as we used to like growing yeah. up it was hella video countdown shows yes. like every channel had at least one countdown show and like even on radio you don't even hear countdown shows as much anymore yeah so i feel like the way that you guys are bringing it back is really dope and it's thank local and it's really tight and you're literally on the scene like i fuck with yes it. thank yeah. you so much um yeah so we're we're taking a break right now but definitely love that i love on the scene it just warms my heart because it reminds me of one of super park and i used to <laughs> reminds me of going coming here after school my, my elementary school is on the next block and it reminds me of coming here after school and sneaking into my uncle's room and watching 106 in park and like <laughs> you know listening to all the videos Word. but i love it um and i think we kind of stopped because we felt like nobody was really paying attention to it or nobody was really watching it but mm-hmm. I've noticed that since we stopped, people are, you know, want, I want to know, like, you know, who's the top music videos of the of this 
area or mm-hmm. so on are people people like being showcased um mm-hmm. people like to go and look at the top five videos mm-hmm. i've had people tell me like you know we made this video just to get on the countdown and i just think that's so dope to me like yeah. that that makes me happy so that makes me want to keep going um it definitely fills a void like yeah. it's it's something that's needed for sure it's different um you know, and we're we're showcasing different parts of L.A. We're definitely going to expand, but we're showcasing different parts of L.A., old hangouts that, you know, people might want to hang out at. Mm-hmm. Uh, we initially stopped because of COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID was cock-blocking everything. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, right. But, yeah, definitely we're going to start that back up because I feel like a lot of artists are using, uh, right now, I feel like they're using visuals as a way to uh, be an outlet because mm-hmm. we can't do a lot. We can't go to the clubs and see how people are reacting to our music, you mm-hmm. know? So I think that a lot of people are dishing out visuals because they have a lot of creative creativity time. Yeah. And the visuals are going really hard now. Yeah. Like, people are really like, yeah. oh, like okay. I feel like you have to. You got to step it up a level. Yeah, Yeah. um, for sure. I've been noticing a lot of artists dropping visuals, and their creativity game has stepped up a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. It's forced people to get more creative. Yes, yes. And storylines. I see the storylines coming back into Mm -hmm. play. We're not just dancing around throwing money. (laughs) (laughs) We're not Not just just doing rapper hands. We're not doing rapper hands. All in the camera. Right. We have (laughs) storylines now. We're going back to the 90s. Like, you know, like, dang, to be continued, I want to see. Like five minutes next, mm-hmm. so I, I definitely think so, and I definitely do think it's it's made artists step up their game because it was like, okay, well, dang, I want to be number one on the countdown. Storytelling is bike. Yes, yeah. yes, I love it because I miss that. Like, dang, did you see that music video? Did you see that Beyonce <laughs> was in there, girl? Like, you know, seeing other artists in the videos and seeing the artists collab with each other on mm-hmm. their uh, visuals is really good too. So we'll be back. We'll be back for sure. Because I do think on the scene, like, really works well with Eargasmic. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, they complement each other. Yeah. It's like, it goes hand in hand. It does. Like it does. I just need to get a team because I can't do all of it. Or, I can do all of it by myself. And that's another thing that, that's been happening is me being overwhelmed. Because mm-hmm. I work myself, like, really hard because I feel like I have to be consistent. Like, I have to post, oh, who dropped the new this and who dropped. And I can't get everybody because it's just me so um just trying to find like interns is the next move for me is trying to find interns to do the social media and stuff because i want to do other things outside of orgasm but i'm always focused on like the posting Mm -hmm. and like you know staying consistent being on social media like today we did some t-shirt giveaways so um and i need i can't just use my brain for content so i'll be fried sometimes at the end of the day so definitely trying to expand and find a team just so that we can continue to grow and elevate. It's called radio, you're on the air with Shane Powers. Take a request. Uh, what's, uh, what's your name?
that's one thing I can say is that um, I have learned to take mental health breaks, but I'm also learning to try to find a balance mm-hmm. in taking mental health breaks and posting and staying consistent. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, there's a lot of platforms out there and they, they be springing up every day. Yeah, but a lot of those platforms too, like, it's either a conglomerate or a group or, you know, there there's something that's already established. And I feel like one thing that makes your platform so special is the fact that like it's directly from your brain. It's an independently run thing. It's something that you put all your time and effort and energy into it and like there's real love behind it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Thank and you. it's not about money or anything like that. Yeah. Like it's just about I have a genuine love for this. And I'm sure you wanna, you know, get yeah. to those levels of success. With, you know when the yeah. money and all that stuff comes but sure. i think it's times like this right now where you stay so down and so true to what you want to do and you haven't let anything waver you from that that like it's gonna pay off in a big way thank you thank For you sure. so much no yeah um that's something that i've had to tell myself too like you know sometimes i'd be like hey like i'm not getting enough notoriety or i'm not getting enough this but especially this year i think i've learned like you know the notoriety that I love or the notoriety I feel is the genuine uh, compliments that I get from artists mm-hmm. or the genuine love that I get from people who see me working really hard or like, you know, the fulfillment I get from posting like new music or something or interviewing artists. So, um, and I know that the reward is going to be big at the end of the day. Um, at first I would be like, dang, I'm not, I'm not getting paid off this. My grandma would ask me like, are you getting paid off this? You're not getting, you're doing this for free. <laughs> and it's like, yes, you know, eventually it's going to come. Right. And at first I'd be like, dang, she right. I'm not getting paid off this. But it's like, you know, money is, it's going to come. Yeah. The relationships that you've built, like all that stuff is priceless. priceless. And that stuff comes back around later on yes. in life. Like a decade from now, one of the artists that you interview may end up giving you like a huge opportunity to do some other shit. You exactly. know what I mean? So, Exactly. So I've learned to cherish those moments because I feel like those moments, you know, are way more priceless than some money. Yeah. You know, and and they'll live on forever. You and know? I think it's also important to focus on the love that you are getting versus the stuff that you're not. You exactly. Know what I mean? If you spend the majority of your time focused on the love that you do get, regardless if it's just like five people, like I'm getting love from five people every day consistently yeah. fuck with my shit eventually it'll turn into six exactly you know what i'm saying exactly. and then from there eventually the number is gonna go up but exactly yeah so, you know and it, it's nice and it's, it's dope to see like the artist show me love and you know reach out to me or tell me that it's it's always random too where i'm like just going about my day and somebody me like you know tyler just want to let you know and i'm just like wow thank you i needed this reminder because you know i did not think this when i woke up this morning <laughs> but you know it's it's dope and it and I just always think about how I feel watching like old documentaries about the 90s music scene and everything and how, you know, they're they're talking about their humble beginnings and everything. And I just be like, oh, when my moment comes, like it's going to be so dope. Like it's going to be hilarious. Like I'm talking about how we started out at a park. Like we was outside, rain, sleet or snow. <laughs> like, you know. So it's just like, it's that dedication, yeah. though. That dedication is gonna. It, I'm telling you, it's gonna pay off. It, like, exactly. So I just think about that moment, like when I'm looking back 20 years from now, mm-hmm. talking about the beginnings and the happiness and the joyness that's gonna fill my heart, seeing all the work that I've done. So absolutely. I just think about that big payoff right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, I appreciate your time, your energy, well, and your you. words. Is there anything you want to leave the people with? Um, no. Uh, be kind to yourself during these times. 
be I, I i want to tell people to work on your inner self i if you don't do anything else this year work on your inner self um i know a lot of us are you know stacking our money and doing all this but really work on your inner self because i feel like that brings that attracts blessings mm-hmm. you know working on you know yourself working on your self-love self-improvement unlearning negative things that may have hindered you amending relationships in your life you know um and doing things that make you happy and and pleasing your inner child because that that's one person that that you know that'll help you grow and elevate as well as your inner child so uh yeah be kind to yourself and work on your mental health because if any if you don't do anything else at least you got your mental health intact okay and and i just feel like that is that helps people build confidence and you know when she gets that confidence you can tackle anything you can go and do all your goals and your dreams wise words thank you for the gems yes you're welcome thank you for this this is great oh let the people know where they can find you oh you can find me at tyler kimani t-y-l-e-r-k-h-i-m-a-n-i or you can find us at orgasmic media that's ear g-a-z-m-i-c media nice or orgasmicmedia.com so and those links will definitely be in the uh description and all that stuff appreciate you thank you this is dope yeah this is fun this made my day i feel like i'm somebody Hey, what y'all trying to prove? Huh? Wearing them fake ass diamonds, no, no. I done got mine from smart work and grinding. Thought we lost the last pace, nigga. Two folks on the shining. Gotta wipe that ass plastic where they be that uh, glass of ass armor. I vibing on tracks and pitch that shit off just like a barman. Consider my first tape, nigga, clear and very fair warning. I'ma hustle down to kill. And if you must know the real, over my family and my bills, nigga, just can't shit steal. Yeah, so, you know, this where the hood go. Shit, but I'ma talk my shit just like I did the last time, you know, just like I did the time before that. So I'ma come just like a motherfucking bag for my niggas in the back, y'all. Yeah, and if you got a bitch, you know what I'm saying. Hey, you know, you know, shit is wrong with this motherfucking week. You finna get high, hey, this motherfucking hell up, bitch. Yeah, I finna go so stupid on this motherfucking hell. So I'm up all night, working the graveyard shit. Beef flavor noodles, nigga. Till we see a million of them grits. And I done see way too many movies, nigga. Can't wait to be rich. My favorite song right now, straight meal by Rich Rich. Cause I'm an old school nigga. Tryna stack my Skrilla. Mob style gorilla, boss life scratch. Get it with the cookie, no nigga. Out that town, I put it down. And that's a motherfucking fact. I ain't no pimp, I'm a player. Extra man is about my scratch. I should've kept talking my shit, but look, look, I'ma keep talking my shit right here. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I don't give a fuck where that shit start. You know exactly what it is. It's boss life. FTF, eat the family at this motherfucker, man. Wave, bros, nigga. I got my nigga Drew Bang on this motherfucker going crazy, nigga. You know how we finna fuck him up this year, nigga. 2019 is 20 forever, motherfucker. You feel me? Fuck that, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that.